Welcome to the Wildlands. I'm Matt. And I'm David. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about smallmouth bass and their negative effects, as well as our mid-year update. And make sure to stay tuned till the end of the episode, where we'll give you our insight on our product of the day. So let's jump right into it. All right. So as usual, and as always, topic number one is brought to you by West End Sports, Northeastern New Brunswick's five-star Yamaha dealer, where you are sure to find something that revs your heart. As well, today's uh, topic really is smallmouth bass and their negative effects. And what do we mean by that? Well, what do we mean by that in general, Matt? Yeah, well, see, when we say smallmouth bass and their negative effects, we're literally talking about one waterway here in New Brunswick because um, they're not... The smallmouth bass are in no means everywhere in the province, and we understand that they're, you know, they're great to fish, they're fun to have around. Yep. Just for this particular place, they do have a negative effect. And the waterway we're talking about is the Miramichi River. Yep. Uh, a lot of you listening out there, if you're any type of salmon fisherman, whether you be in New Brunswick or you be anywhere else, uh, I'm pretty sure in a magazine or online or somewhere, you have heard about the Miramichi River here in, in northeastern New Brunswick as being, you know, one of the largest uh, salmon rivers in the world, to be honest. And, uh, you know, they there's been a little bit of a problem in the last couple of years, and uh, this year the, you know, DNR is, is stepping up and, and doing something about it. So that's what we mean by the negative effects of the fish is that something has to be done. It's it's Yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. The the negative effect is that is unfortunate that something has to be done. Yeah, that's exactly. what I mean by a negative yeah. effect. You know, like of course they're fun to fish, but there's, when there's when you have to intervene and and do something about it, yeah, exactly. it becomes a negative effect. And and not just that, because I mean, when you like, there's also as you mentioned earlier on, there's the, I guess there's the prospect of not necessarily well almost eradication like we were we were saying like the eradicate like when we were talking about the topic in in the topic title uh, at first we said smallmouth bass eradication but then afterwards we said well you know we'll go with the negative effects of it because eradication is still quite a big word and, and can entail you know some negative effects towards other aspects as well on the river system i don't know if yes. you have any more information on the eradication of it but i mean like i guess in a certain sense it's the the micromanagement or the management of of that species in the river to try to reduce the negative effects that it has on other species that are in the river as well what happened is uh in the first um i'm going to say press releases or or documents that came out about this yeah. the word eradication was used by the dnr okay so it was really and like, let's go straight forward yeah oh yeah it was eradication it was really used um, I know there had been some heat on it because, you know, like you just mentioned, what effect is this going to have on the rest of the waterway? Yeah. Uh, I know there was some talks of trying to find, they kind of called it like a, some kind of a, a pesticide, if you will. Really? To, uh, yeah. And then people were like, Hey, whoa, wait a minute. You know, like, <laughs> isn't that going to have an effect? Yeah. But apparently, I don't know. And then there was, there was also, uh, do you ever see those? They go in like with boats and they kind of have like uh, electrical probes. Yeah. And they send I, like I a have... shock through it and well, the fish float to the top and they kind of take them out. Yeah. Well, they did that for I... the, uh, the Asian carp. They would do that for Asian yes, carp. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They did that for that. And I believe that a couple of years ago they tried it in Miramichi. 
well, a couple of years ago, probably more than that, probably four or five years ago. Yeah. Uh, for the for the smallmouth, and I believe that was a test to see if they could uh, use that that particular that way method, of doing it. Yeah. But uh, no, the the word eradication was thrown out there. Okay. Because I mean, it 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 is no longer a small problem. Uh, and everybody was blaming the striped bass for the salmon population. Uh, going down. Yep. And there was actual, no actual, like, serious proof of that. Yeah, there wasn't and any concrete evidence of that actually. No, because the, the striped like bass have been there for a thing. long time. Yeah, exactly. Right? But the smallmouth have not. Yeah. So now this, the, the, the salmon used to, you know, flourish like crazy. And the stripers were already, always there. Now the small mouth, small mouth are in, and the salmon population is going down. Yep. So, on on like it really looks like the the small mouth are the problem. Yep. And I'm I'm happy that they want to do something about it. I just hope that what they're doing is not going to have an also negative effect. Yeah, going to have on, any adverse on, you know, effects on all the other species that we're you know we've come accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And definitely like. I mean, there's. It's kind of strange that you talk about it because we see a lot of of fly fishing enthusiasts that, in fact, you know, they well, even I myself, as being one of them as well, enjoy fishing. You know, bass, uh, smallmouth mm-hmm. or largemouth, regardless of what it is, especially in in the Montreal area when I was down there. But the fly fishing, those species are actually very entertaining. Really, a lot of fun. Of course. Now, a downside, though, like. Like you say, I I mean it's it's a very predatorial or territorial yeah. type of species. It's a voracious mm-hmm. type of species that will you know uh, you know it it's, take over. It like, take over. That's it's, what they're it's saying. Not, they're, it's literally taking over yeah, the. It's not for anything. It's not for no particular reason. But I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory when it can cohabitate with pike and muskie and everything like that, which are mm-hmm. territorial species that are a lot more mm-hmm. voracious than salmon and straight bass exactly but this is a species that can still straw and like perfectly cohabitate with that type of species without being out exactly. taken so i mean yep. if they are all of a sudden introduced into a river system that do not have those type of species that do keep them in check i mean it's just a free they'll for-all. run free yeah it's just yeah. a complete yeah. free for all they can do whatever they want now yep. as you say they'll eat anything they'll just continuously eat and eat and eat that's right um, a lot more than their counterparts, like the straight bass and everything like that. So mm-hmm. that that is something, like you said, it's food for thought, and it's something that we, you know, we'll keep tabs on. I'd also like to, you know, kind of throw that out there. I'd like to know what other people think about it too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially if we have. I mean, this. Listeners. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this news, like I I know it was in the talks, but you've we've really been seeing a lot of this now. That's kind of why uh, I I really wanted to speak about this this topic. Because, like I say, it's it's not new news, but yeah. it's like really heating up. Yep. Uh, which means there's not a lot of info. Like uh, myself, I, I read the the you know the Salmon Federation's info, yep. and there's it's it's just saying that they're doing something, mm-hmm. and it's not yet clear what method will be used and and, yeah, and what's way. going to happen. Yeah. So if anybody out there has more information or has any thoughts on what it is. Uh, let us know, and we'll be following up because I, I I'm not sure exactly when they're going to start this process. Yep. 
but I'm sure it'll be like an, another topic then uh, as it's going on. So, you know, this was pretty much just a short topic to put it out there and, and get some feedback from anybody else with more information. Absolutely. And if anybody from there uh, would actually like to, you know, contact us, be on the podcast and talk to us about, you know, what they've seen because it's it's their river system, right? Yep. Be it, uh, you know, regardless of what their input is, uh, we're always up for yes. any type of discussion. Exactly. If you're for it or against it. And I mean, we're up to debate. And uh, yep. definitely it's food for thought again, like I said. And it's definitely something that we are more than interested because it's, it's a demographic that we cover. Uh, we love fishing and especially in the Miramichi River, we love it. Uh, we've gone striper fishing in there. We've gone salmon fishing in there. Salmon fishing. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more species in there too. So let's get let's get some info out there and see what you guys think about it. Uh, Definitely. So if you want to, we can jump right in. I mean, topic number one was a short one. It was more kind of like a an info for everybody out there. But let's jump right into yeah. topic number two. How about that? Right on. And topic number two is brought to you by Little River Polyculture where you're sure to find a delicious variety of microgreens and baby greens for all your meal prep needs. And our topic was uh, our mid-season update. And what we mean by this is that, you know, we're June. Yep. Uh, Sixth you know, month. A lot of, of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff has happened uh, and at where we are now, and a lot of stuff is coming up. Yep. Uh, and we just want to, you know, make sure that because I know I've been getting messages. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen them as well. Yes, with people yeah. asking us questions. Yep. And, uh, you know, with with varied work schedules and still some quarantine, which now are done, <laughs> uh, we'll be able to Hardly. really put out uh, put out some more work on that. Yes. But, uh, no, what we're talking about, let's start off uh, with the one, the big one that everybody's been asking. And uh, I'll let you go on that one uh, with our with our contest. Yes, absolutely. So, once again, uh, I mean, this is not our first contest. It is, in fact, mm-hmm. a contest among many that we've had. Uh, but our second contest, in fact, uh, well, I would say our first largest contest, which yeah. is the Vesper Rod by Moonshine uh, Rods. And uh, it's a company that it's a company that was able to, you know, hook us up with this amazing fly fishing rod uh, that we have up for grabs uh, at ten dollars a ticket. And like we mentioned before, well, we 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 what I wanted to do, especially in the first uh, message that we sent out, is I wanted to make sure that you know people didn't just jump over the whole thing, especially by giving uh, everybody the the limit of what we wanted to sell. But uh, we only want to sell 100 tickets at $10 a piece, okay? Now, once these 100 tickets are sold, it is at that moment that we will make a live stream for the draw of the contest. Again, all names will be randomized on a wheel, and we'll be able to draw that rod. Now, this is a rod that, like, again, it's an ultralight rod by Moonshine Rods. Uh, it is the Vesper. It is, it's got, it's no-fault insurance lifetime warranty on there two tips on there uh ultra light like i said one of their newest models that they have out there which has the highest tech possible that they were able to get on there i mean i i personally i do not have one in my in my arsenal i have plenty <laughs> of moonshine rods and it's it's taken me everything not to buy a ticket but because i'm part of this draw <laughs> i i i understand i cannot do it but uh, nope. no definitely again it's ten dollars a ticket there's not that many left right now. So if you guys want the, to have your chance or your opportunity to be able to win one of these amazing rods, 
that is your opportunity right there. And it's going to, like I said, for the price that it is, $10 is an amazing deal, especially if you win. That's right. And, uh, and you know, like you mentioned, uh, there's a limit on ticket sales, but there's no limit per person as well. Exactly. Uh, I want to put that out there. Yep. Uh, you know, if you're in the market for a new rod, uh, you know, is a lot less than buying that rod. This could be your chance. So, (laughs) exactly. That's, you know, uh, I really want to put that out there as well. And other things that we have also as topics in our mid-year. So, that's our very first contest. And actually, this kind of drops into our second contest. Because what we're kind of working up onto right now is we want to kind of keep the ball rolling on this. So, if we can get this contest to be as popular as we want it to be, our second contest is going to be something even bigger. And we're always going to strive for as much as we strive for the company as being as big as we can get it. The contest will be the same thing as, as the ball keeps rolling. We're going to be getting that, you know, things out there for you guys that are going to be better than the last. And that's what our goal is because we want to be yep. able to, you know, cover everything and what we are, we're hunting, fishing and everything adventure. So that's what we're going to be looking into. Uh, what we do actually a topic that Matt uh, mentioned briefly earlier on is finally the borders that are opening. Yes. Now that opens Jeez, up a I lot mean, of doors for both of us. <laughs> yeah. It opens up, you know, it, it, it's just huge. Um, you know, at, right now the, the interprovincial Canadian border is the one we're going to talk about because that's the one that's open now. Yep. Uh, you know, for, for single dose vaccine holders, we can now, freely go through well we could always go out but we couldn't come home <laughs> yeah exactly. so now we can go out and we can come home but oh. anybody else in canada can now come into new brunswick if yep. you prove uh one dose yeah which i mean for myself so. yeah for myself at bass attack fishing i mean um it's it's just going to be great i'm already getting you know a lot of people calling messaging saying you know we'll be there in in august we'll be there in july yep um uh, which I mean is is great news for me because 2020 was a was a flop complete. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the border opening is great for that, and you know I know uh, we both have our our second doses now. Yes, we do. So once um, once like the 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 official full on restrictions are lifted, which they're shooting for sometime beginning of August right now, mm-hmm. it may mean that I will be able to get back out onto my sick of deer hunting and uh maybe maybe we can plan something uh somewhere as well oh that would be fun and definitely definitely be a part of uh, a part of wildlands entertainment something that we could film and really get that out there that would be something amazing a documentary on that Um, Mm -hmm. another thing too that i was thinking about which is a little closer a little more next door to what we can do uh we can always do the matapedia river too for some salmon fishing or the cascapedia that's right to get some That's uh, right. get some good fishing scenes there and maybe mm-hmm. get some nice salmon on that end too. Uh, yep, for sure. Definitely. And another thing too, which you know kind of ties into this as well, because you have the moose draw coming up. And not just That's the it. moose it's Christmas in July. Christmas in July, but not just that, but you have the residence moose draw coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. which is the sixth uh, well, the fifth at midnight. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Of July. Of July, exactly. Yeah. But then also this kind of opens the door with our, well, ties it into our last uh, topic as well, because with the border openings, it also allows for people to, like, outfitters to be able to guide 
hunters mm-hmm. that have their their moose license to to guide their moose license. Um, That's right. This coming season, which is a great mm-hmm. thing for the revenue touristically and also for the province. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an awesome thing. And, and with the moose draw, well, I mean, myself, it's been six years, five or six years that I've been applying for it. And so I'm in category number two. I, know. I don't know what category I'm in. Let me calculate how <laughs> I think many you're years in like now. category four. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, probably like, I should I should get my license. Wait a second. <laughs> I should get my license. You know there are still like, people that do not in your category. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like 15 or 16 years now. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. However, you My did... grandfather only got it in his 70s. Oh, And he my applied God. every year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like... I, you know, you can understand... Like, we, we've talked about this before. We can You can understand it. And at the same time, you can kind of hate it the system that it's there because it's like oh yeah you could spend your entire life without a license <laughs> yep like, it's definitely possible <laughs> if it, it, it's a luck of the draw but still like yeah it's rough it's rough <laughs> i think after like a certain amount of years if i just didn't get it i'll probably just you know go and get guided to do it i mean i don't i think after like 20 years if i if I've never gotten my license after 20 years, I'd be like, look, I'm going to take the five or seven, or 10 grand and I'm going to go. And I'm and, going on a moose hunt. I'm going on a moose hunt in Alberta or something like that. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I waited this long. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. No, for sure. And yeah. definitely. So, and, and that's it. Our mid season, you know, uh, again, as we say all the time, we got lots of stuff coming up. We, we, you know, we're planning a lot of stuff. Uh, this pandemic, definitely you know slows things down because at one point you were you were free then you were re-quarantined and you know it cha- plans change yeah i was bounced uh, around a bit and then you know our our other our other partner in this uh which he's literally stuck in quebec till now yeah if he does have his vaccine now we yeah. can come in now he can yeah so if he has so, his vaccine, see, that was, he has a little bit more opportunity to, to that's right he down. was always like like we sent, I know we sent some of our gear up yeah. his way, yeah, so did. he could go, you know, film a, <laughs> a fishing trip he was on without us. Yeah. So that it it makes things kind of difficult, but uh, that's why we wanted to do this update. Uh, you know, things are opening up, uh, work schedules are are starting to fall into place. Yep. Uh, you know, so I I just wanted to make sure that that people didn't you know lose interest and in, and not think that we're not going through with everything. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it it's coming it's happening as everything else just you know logistically was very difficult so yep and one last thing too that i also want to, that matt and i would like to to mention as well uh being that the borders are opening and everything like that and being the company that we are we're a media-based company which we do do a lot of filming uh we do offer the filming opportunities for other uh, individuals as well it's not just for our hunts and our fishing trips and everything like that uh this is something that we offer as well to other individuals or anybody that is interested in doing a filming project uh with what they have uh these are all opportunities if you want to send us an email at wildlands entertainment and or even a message on wildlands entertainment uh all the information is on our facebook page you can send us all that uh your pitch you can pitch your idea with us if you want to be interviewed on your on our podcast we can do that as well if you have products or anything like that that you want to put up we can do that as well 
there's always opportunities like that. And we're always open as well Mm -hmm. in case you guys are looking for, let's say you have an outfitting guide or, you know, an outfitting area that you would like to be able to put out there. Uh, Give us a shout out. We might be able to make it there. (laughs) Yeah. Now that the borders are open, we might be able to make it there and we'll definitely make a video for you guys. Uh, And, you know, film anything you guys need project wise or not. Uh, Sounds good. So definitely with that said, uh, I'd like to jump right into the product of the day. Yeah, for sure. And again, uh, since this episode was like a little more informa- information than uh, than talking about a certain, you know, hunting or fishing or outdoor activity, um, I want to take this chance to talk about an, in- an initiative that yeah. I've joined up with, I've teamed up with here in the province. Uh, with Bastac Fishing. Uh, it's called Fish Kids. Yes. Um, this is a, a, an initiative that just, you know, when I found out about it, it just blew my mind. What they do is they mm-hmm. assemble and distribute fish complete fishing kits to underprivileged youth here in the province of New Brunswick. Uh, it was based out of the southern part of the province, and, you know, I really wanted to bring this up north. Uh, so when I contacted them, they had told me that they already had, they had a goal of a hundred kits okay. for this year. And, um, they told me that they already had their, their hundred kits. And then I, I kind of put a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a, well, a push to let's, it. let's see if we can, let's see if we can get some more type thing. And, and then finally they agreed. Uh, so I'm assembling, I, I, I did a fundraiser. Uh, you know, I, I, I put a shout out there to, a lot of people that I know, a lot of people here in the region, mm-hmm. uh, the help was crazy. Like it, it went a lot faster than what I thought it was going to be. Yep. So we were able to raise the funds and we are now assembling the 20 kits that will be going out here in the Bathurst region for this year. Okay. Uh, and, uh, another company that we talked about, uh, on another podcast episode, uh, Big Rig Tackles in Miramichi. Yep. They actually, uh, found out about it as well. And uh, they're assembling another 20 kits for the Miramichi region. So the, the goal of 100 is now 140 for this year. Yep. Uh, you know, all the funds were raised. Everything was, it's, now it's just getting them assembled and, and distributing them. Yep. Now, if anybody wants to get in on this and, and help out and donate and, you know, be able to share our passion and our, you know, the, the fun of angling with, with everybody... You can check them out at fishkids.ca. You can contact directly. You can contact myself. You can contact Big Rig Tackles and Miramichi. Uh, you know, and and this year, we're complete for this year. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but if you want to, you know, help out for next year or, or other, other ways, mm-hmm. definitely check them out. Uh, like I say, I know it's not a product. It's more of a an organization that I want to put out there yep. and and give them as much help as possible. Yep. So that's, again, that's fishkids.ca is the website. All the information is there. Yep. And not just that, but uh, they just recently posted that they are officially considered as a nonprofit organization. Yes. Yeah. So... Just last week, they they finally, they did like the, the whole paperwork thing. They're officially yep. a not-for-profit organization. Yep. So... They are registered as that. So if, if you have any information or anything like that, 
Uh, well, if you require any information, as Matt says, you can go mm-hmm. check them out on their website, also on Facebook, or even on Matt's page at Bass Attack Fishing, or even on Wildlands. We do have information on that as well uh, that we mm-hmm. can give you guys because you'll be in direct contact with Matt, uh, be it on Bass Attack or on Wildlands. So That's right. with that said, that is our product of the day. It's actually a shout out of the day because it is a generalization on an organization that is doing very good for all children alike. And uh, we definitely would like to once again thank everybody that is listening in to us uh, on our podcast, on all our platforms, as well as thanking all our sponsors that are able to, spon- that are, well, able, I say, that have stayed with us uh, from the beginning uh, and stuck with us throughout all this. Uh, and hopefully with the new COVID restrictions now being a little less strict than they were before border openings, uh, we're going to be able to get a lot more content out for you guys uh, in the near future, as well as more contests that you guys will be able to apply for. So with that That's said, right. I don't know, Matt, if you have any last words you'd like to put in there. No, I just wanted to, you know, I'm glad that everybody's listening in and hope hope to, uh, you know, get some feedback from you guys and be able to uh, share some more uh, insight in the coming episodes. Done deal. All right. So have a good one, everybody. Stay safe out there. Cheers. Have a good one. Cheers.